Ladies and gentlemen, you are now tuned in to Mastering Mitzvahs. Mastering Mitzvahs. A podcast focused on creating the perfect bar and bat mitzvah celebration, offering tips, tricks, and trends to ensure an amazing event. Mastering Mitzvahs. From New Jersey's own explosive entertainment. Explosive entertainment. I know you're going to dig this. And here they are. Your hosts, Jordan Marshall, Dylan Weissman, and Mike Langser. It's, cra- it's crazy seeing seeing us in uh, triple digits of episodes, man. 106, 106 episodes of this stuff, guys. The crazy thing is we're we haven't done this in two months. We still know, know. what we're doing. Well, well it remains to be seen. Let's see how the episode goes, you know. So we're recording live on August eleventh right now, and the last one was posted June thirteenth. So we've got a lot of uh, traction to cover here in the next uh, thirty minutes. Little little bit, man. Little bit. And we got a really cool topic that's on the uh, on the burner for today. Dylan, what what are we talking about, man? I don't know. I'm just along for the ride. Uh, no. <laughs> So it's been it's been a summer of there's been a lot going on this summer, and um, you know that's kind of why we've been relatively quiet on the podcast stuff because it's actually been an uncharacteristically busy summer for us um, between doing some really awesome high end events, uh, adding in some really unique enhancements, but also we did a lot of professional development this summer um, with conferences both in the country and out of the country. There's a lot to be proud of here, uh, and. In these conferences and in these professional developments, we learned a lot about these upcoming new trends for for the fall of 2022, and I think that's what today's uh today's topic is going to all be about, it, or be all about, is um is all the new trends that are going to be coming to the uh to the front for this uh this upcoming fall season. Yeah, we, Fun we new say, stuff. Yeah, tips, tricks, and trends on this podcast. So the the trends are a big piece. I also want to shout out the fact that we're recording now from three different states. And and I think that's pretty awesome. Jordan's down in Florida enjoying some time with family. Uh, Dylan, you're you're in your home in PA. And this background, if you guys recognize, this is actually our office. Remember what it looks like? Yes. It's yes. Been a while. It's been a while. <laughs> it and has, we, man. We are excited because uh, September 1st, we're bringing everyone back. Like we will be at full operation uh, for the first time in two years. Yeah, no, that that's pretty cool. Um, and you know, like like you said, we're fresh off uh, a really great uh, alignment party with our crew, our staff. We got a, an awesome uh, updated uh, staff, as well as some OGs, as we like to call them, the original gangsters of explosive entertainment, um, that are coming to the forefront for this fall season. We got a lot of great stuff on deck, and uh, a lot of cool themes, a lot of great parties, and and again, we're uh, we're not just in New Jersey, guys. We're, we're taking the show on the road uh, this season too, so it's uh, it's going to be exciting. Right, yeah, so September, I, September 1st, our office reopens, but September 1st, events really start back up. Like, I mean, we're, we're diving in head first. So let's, let's just jump right into the topic. Jordan, you have a bunch of things that you think are going to be the new trend for the fall yeah. 2022 season into the uh, winter. Yeah. So, um, you know, obviously talking about our, our newest trends that are coming up and it's not necessarily that things are brand new, you know, obviously the, the bar mitzvah and bat mitzvah world, um, you know, I think it's a lot of adjustment and a lot of tweaking. It's not so much that we're reinventing the wheel, but a lot of different things are coming up. So, you know, I'm finding with something as simple as, 
you know, the themes, uh, like overall themes for bar and bat mitzvahs. You're finding that like things like TikTok and, um, you know, social media, YouTube, uh, you know, all of these uh, Snapchat, like the big uh, platforms, I'm finding that influencers as a whole is becoming like a, a talking theme. So like if you have somebody that's, you know, super into the TikTok videos and trends, maybe like tweaking that into an influencer theme bar or bat mitzvah is a cool way to go. Um, social media is, uh, is, is obviously running the world. And, you know, like we were saying before, you know, things like TikTok and, and the algorithms that, of Instagram and reels, um, are kind of owning our media space. So, you know, that that's kind of coming up as, as what could be a big trending topic for your, your next big day, you know? And, and the TikTok dances, I mean, people are already asking, Hey, when I schedule dancers, do your dancers know the TikTok dances? Like I'm hearing that mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah, no, it's 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 huge, and and the cool part is, is that you know, with a theme like this, uh, guys, you know, we can kind of dress it up. You know how our clients come to us, and you know, they're looking for that big wow factor. It kind of almost takes it back to where you know we can be talent driven. You could have talent, you know, help to create the dances and you know the themes and the vibes. You know, where it's not necessarily you have to take now a you know a huge. 15 or 20 person led foosball table which is cool and throw that in the middle of the room it kind of dials it back a little bit to where you know you could bring entertainment back into the fold a little bit which i like dig it yeah i guess i guess one of the the, my favorite trends uh that i've seen in last uh 18 months is it it's a lot less games it's a lot more dancing these the kids want to dance so when when people ask me i I hear it a lot in my my planning calls but the families will ask me uh so what games are hot you know because we have a section on our planner that says you know what games or interactive contests would you like and it's not necessarily a checklist it's an open you know it's an open-ended uh form that you could just fill in whatever games that you like by name and 10 years ago you were able to name you know Coke, Pepsi, Huggy Bear, Snowball, like you were able to like name games that are played constantly. Now I get, I think it happens every other time at a minimum that they're saying what, what games are are popular. And I say the same thing every single time. Games are a dying breed. Kids like to dance right now. And that's really, really great for high energy entertainers um, because the kids want to be a part of it. They want to dance. They want to, they want to just go crazy. So that's a really great trend that I'm seeing. Um, Agreed. Even, even with the bar mitzvahs, like we get it a lot, like how are you going to make these boys dance? And we don't have to make them do anything. They do, they do, they do it on their own. Right. Right. And you I'm know, also finding too, guys, that, that I was saying, uh, as far as like the themes are concerned, um, you know, they're, they're becoming more on a broader scale, you know, like you normally, like, you know, we have clients all the time that come to us that maybe their son or daughter isn't really into a specific sport or, you know, a group where they're like, how can I, you know, branded or theme it, you're finding things like Starry Nights or, you know, New York City Skyline, um, you know, uh, Thunder and Lightning, Fire and Ice, like these big, broad themes are kind of also, you know, coming into play. And it's more of like a generalized theme rather than a hyper-focused one. So uh, I'm finding that people are looking a little bit more on a broader uh, scale. Uh, Mike, you were going to say. I was going to actually say, I'm seeing... I think we follow a lot of what happens in New York City. I think New York City, Long Island are really like in the forefront of what's happening. And I'm seeing and hearing that they're doing a lot less formalities. They're literally skipping uh, candle lighting, skipping montages, uh, doing a minimal grand entrance, if that. Um, And they're more about just different immersive experiences. Now, you need a big budget to pull off what, you know, these events are that I'm discussing, but 
they're taking these vast spaces and doing everything from unique food stations to fun activities to photo station activations that have you know never been seen before like uh you know the hard wall enclosure is is you know mm -hmm. one of the biggest trends right now in the photo booth world and it's pricey i mean it's it, it's it's a lot of work it needs to be custom fabricated custom printed i mean it's it's not something simple but even these immersive rooms i mean jordan you brought up uh, many months ago um like the bubble bath room and uh you know, checkerboard rooms and, you know, upside down cat in the hat kind of rooms uh, where rooms are being built within rooms. Correct. And guests can kind of come in and out to have different experiences while at one event. Um, again, you need deep pockets, but that I right. think is one of the most trending things right now is the the experiences. It's huge. And it's, uh, you know, you can kind of check it out. Uh, I think uh, Instagram um, kind of brought it to life a little bit with these, uh, you know, lifelike uh, scenes, you know, where you, you step in, you take a picture, you post it. And there's actually been, you know, now there's uh, spots at malls and, you know, uh, at, like storefronts that focus on you coming in with your cell phone and you're literally going to different scenes and th that's that's their business. So, I mean, these uh these looks and these these different um you know feels on, on rooms and atmospheres is super popular and like uh, like Mike was saying if if you guys really want to think outside the box you know creating the room within the room within the room is uh is definitely something that's pretty trending for uh, 2022. I, I would say I would say that um when when families think about uh, what we do they forget that one of the things that we are classified as as, as an industry is mobile entertainment which when you break it down means we're taking something that wasn't supposed to move and moving it. Um, right. So if you consider for a moment, like one of the really trendy things that I saw on the boardwalk when we were in Atlantic city was an entire room dedicated to photos. In other words, they had different rooms inside this one building that you could pay a one-time entry fee and go and yep. take great photos in a bunch of different living sceneries, uh, whether it be, you know, like an old timey section or a bathtub or a swing or a garden or with a celebrity. Um, it's kind of like a, a living museum type of thing. So when, mm -hmm. when families are trying to get to the next best thing uh, and the newest, hottest thing, I think what they have to do is go back to what the core of our product is, which is mobile entertainment, taking something that wasn't supposed to move and moving it into a brand new space. Um, that's a big deal. And there's a lot of ways that you can do it. That's just one of the options. You're, we're seeing these grandiose um, right. photo stations, photo experiences. So uh, that would, if we're going to boil it down, that is trend. That is one of the trends that we're going to see in fall 2022. And we're going to call them, you know, oversized photo experiences. It's not just yeah. a photo anymore. Let's move on to the next one. What else you guys got? Uh, so... Um, I was going to just firing off my list here. So I had a couple of things that, that were pretty big on the other side of the spectrum. You know, you have uh, big, grandiose themes like encompassing like, you know, the idea of, of, of the brand from, uh, you know, going all the way through the party from the time, you know, you get off the, the kids get off the bus, your guests check in cocktail hour all the way through. You're finding these big trend setting themes. So um, things like uh, uh, music festivals are a huge way to go. So like uh, like Coachella. For instance, uh, for instance, excuse me, is a monster theme right now. So these big trending festivals that are going on, uh, Electric Daisy Carnival, also known as the EDC, um, you know these these big uh, you know concerts and and things that go on like uh, like Ozfest, you know that happens every single year. Um, you know people are embracing these uh, 
cornerstone musical styled festivals and in, incorporating them into into themes for bar and bat mitzvahs. That, that's a pretty big thing. Um, I think that now with the uh, reemergence of live uh, concerts, people being able to get out of the house and go to these festivals, these fairgrounds again, is giving a whole new uh you know, opening to to kind of bring these these uh these these big fairground style themes back to to bar mitzvahs, which is pretty cool. Yeah, well, so so let let's clarify because uh, not even one trend ago we were talking about how themes aren't really existing, and now we're talking about that themes are existing. Uh, I right. think what Jordan, if we're gonna if we're gonna boil it down to a headliner here, what what you're saying is that the themes aren't like uh, Candy or uh, Broadway; they are specific. They are. And, and, the, and not only are they specific, but they are big. Um, you know, one of, one of my favorite themes that we had done recently was not just baseball, but it was the Hall of Fame of baseball. Um, yep. We did um, for the Liebersfeld family. It wasn't music or it wasn't uh, it wasn't um, songs. It was a rock concert. We designed it as a rock concert. Um, so it's kind of taking the one degree difference in your theming. Um, and then you can tie a lot of things into that. You can tie a lot of ways into that, whether it be... Um, you know, in that rock concert idea, we didn't have cocktail hour grand entrance first, you know, uh, parent, like we didn't do the typical run. Instead, we called them acts. We had the opening act and then we had, you know, the, the finale we had, the, then we had the, um, you know, encore. So, uh, if those are ways that you can get creative. I wanted to touch on something that you guys had mentioned that's coming out of Long Island, which is the less formality idea. Um, and I meant to say it earlier, but, um, I think families are forgetting the reasons why they do certain formalities. Um, one of the reasons why candle lightings exist, and not only do they exist, but they exist in 13 candles, is because unlike a wedding, you need an opportunity for proper posed photos with your family and guests who aren't there before cocktail hour. Um, so that's where candle lighting really shines. Is it gives you a quick and efficient way to get a lot of your honored guests recognized with a good photo, um, where the lighting is staged and all of the uh, and all of the ways. Um, that you need great photos to be, it all happens right there. So if you are looking for a trend to get rid of formalities, know what you're foregoing when doing that. I meant to mention that earlier and I just wanted to come back to it. While we're talking, yeah, go ahead, Mike. I was just gonna say, both of you are describing immersive experiences. I mean, that, that's a that's a buzz term right now, immersive experiences, but Coachella, rock concerts, I mean, those are experiences and, and you're immersing your crowd into that and building a unique, memorable uh, event. I, I mean, that that's all part of this. One of the things that I want to touch on was colors. And I think that, you know, we're starting to see bright colors come back, you know, like, you know, rainbow everything or neon yeah. and 80s everything. Um, that's coming back. And, and that's going to conflict also what I wanted to say, because in my notes, I jotted down black is the new white. But let's talk about this because you know, black DJ booths and black truss socks are becoming more popular again than the white lit up. But I think what the reason is, is it allows people to focus on other things. Like imagine a black tablecloth, but then this giant neon centerpiece, like right. it, it's about tying in. I mean, even Dylan, your shirt right now, you know, you're wearing all black. It looks like with these bright colors that are popping. So Dylan and I, I both secretly have our mouse shirts ablaze. <laughs> You should see my underwear. <laughs> so I think there's a lot to be said about colors. Like, you know, in the past, people picked a color. My party's color scheme is pink, or my, you know, it's orange. But now, I, I mean, 
we're seeing like color explode all so, over the place. So let's 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 talk about that for a second. So there there's an idea, actually, funny enough, in in the Disney parks where they're trying to make they're trying to use colors to draw your attention in a specific direction. So they use a color called go away green. Anything they didn't want to be seen, they they paint it this green color to make it look like it's uh, your your eyes just scientifically don't look at that. They don't recognize that that's happening. In the event world, black is a great way to do that. Using black tablecloths, using black DJ boots and black trussing allows for the rest of the focal points to be seen bigger and badder. Um, so right. your green isn't just green anymore. It is green laid over black, um, which makes it, – it's the Photoshop idea would be uh, would be stroking, right? You stroke a border around it. Uh, automatically, everything's going to feel more intense to you when you have a background-branded color. So think about that when you're, when you're picking tablecloth linens. Um, your centerpiece is going to be X, Y, and Z color. Pick a a muted and uh, and and uh, and solid color. You don't want anything with too much texture in that to make the rest of it pop up. Now I'm not a decorator, but I think that's where Mike was going with that. No, exactly I, I like it. that a lot. Yeah, that, um, that all makes great sense, man. Really good stuff. That, that that's exactly what I was thinking. And I also I want to take that and talk about lighting because I think lighting is a big piece of this new season you know mm -hmm. forever jordan you've, you've been saying it for for a long time you know i'm gonna i'm gonna give you credit on this one you're always saying you know every dj does two moving heads or four moving headlights every dj just static colored up lights but i think now with color being so important in new themes lighting follows suit you know in, in uh you know we just sat in on a whole seminar about the importance of lighting and you know, what items you pin spot. We've been hearing people talk about pin spots a whole lot more now also. Um, but, you know, pin spotting certain things so that they pop. And I foresee five, six, eight, 10, 12 moving heads at parties, not just two or four. And, right? and it's more than just, you You love my term spin and puke um, when it comes to lighting. It's not just spin and puke lighting. These lights were going to have dynamic impact on your event. So the lighting will tell the story as we uh, do your grand entrance, where it will slowly provide design and pattern throughout the space and then bring to life a massive amount of energy towards your grand entrance door. It's not lighting today is more than just providing energy on the dance floor. It's actually bringing together all four walls of your celebration. It's become theatrical to a, a billionth degree, 100%. And I think you're, you guys are absolutely right with the lighting. Um, take a hop, skip, and a jump, too, over to, like, even something as simple as favors. You know, um, we've been seeing, you know, over the past, I'd say, you know, five to ten years, the LED wands, bracelets, throwaways, the stuff that we would throw away on the dance floor has been, you know, popular. As of late, it's almost become more swaggish more swags like you're seeing a, a, a super cool branded t-shirt or trucker hat or sweatshirt or hoodie the now the branded garb of the bar mitzvah boy or the bat mitzvah girl is become a favor you're seeing pop-up shops like pop-up clothing stores um that are literally built within the event and you know at a certain point you take a a, a stroll into max's pop-up shop and you pick out your hoodie sweatshirt and your your matching cap and you know, a, 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 a you know um, a cell phone sticky uh, pog, pog on the back for your cell phone that that's all branded. These are the new types of favors that are really really big now. So I'm finding that it's more directed around the guest of honor and the family. 
rather than a not that it's bad, but like you know a giveaway from like a Sherman novelty or something like that. that that's a good transition into um, sustainability, which I wanted to talk about because Jordan, what you're talking about are, are party favors that will be used and reused, as opposed to the days of handing out Hawaiian lays that you know got spread out all over the floor and thrown out or right. plastic. Remember the, the, the plastic top hats that, you know, what are you, what are you going to use a plastic throwaway hat for? So, um, Dylan, do you have a thought on sustainability? Well, so a lot of families are very, very conscious now um, about what they want. And I mean, I, I do all the ordering of all of the props and prizes and giveaways that we do. And I, I speak with our vendors, you know, every month about what's hot and what's trending. And I'm finding that we're spending more and more money on, on things that are significantly uh, higher quality because families are asking for us to be a socially conscious uh, about making sure that we're not throwing away crap that's going to end up in the garbage later. Um, but B, we got to keep in mind, like, what are these kids going to want to take home and be excited about? Um, you guys make fun of me all the time, but I wear, I wear party prop sunglasses like every single day. Because, we do make fun of you all the time. <laughs> well, because, but you guys make fun of me, but it, they are, they are trendy. They are fun. And they are conversation pieces because, uh, I'm not, uh, yeah, I'm not wearing, uh, Ray-Bans, but I'm wearing something that looks awfully close. Um, and the kids recognize that as they become more and more aware. Uh, and then my selling point to the families are your kids are going to go home with this stuff and they're going to be excited about wearing it to the beach the next weekend, uh, or to school the next day. So it's not, it, it's no longer plastic hats and beaded necklaces. These are things that these kids are going to want moving forward. Um, so we are we are really really trying our best to be socially sustainable and conscious about the things that we're giving out every single weekend. Um, uh, additionally, we're not we're not using a whole lot of heavy plastics anymore. Um, you know, right. we're using stuff that is, that is recyclable. So well, some of these some of the themes straight up are are, are you know going green or you know uh, being you know fully recycled you know bar bat mitzvah theme like these are actually encompassing the entire day. So you know sustainability is is. I mean, definitely a trending topic in itself. It's a big piece of the corporate world right now because, you know, corporate is, is literally asking, you know, what is your sustainability policy? You know, how green are you? Um, they don't want a lot of waste. And there's so much waste on our parties. And not just ours, just mitzvahs as a whole. If you think about it, everything from, you know, giant printed items that get thrown out through centerpieces that get thrown out. So, I, I would encourage a family to think this all the way through and, and what can be used or reused or donated. Uh, I mean, there, there's great sites and, and forums online where uh, people are reselling um, their centerpieces. You know, they, they, they bought it, they made it, they used it. And then they're going on a chat room in Facebook and saying, who needs, you know, Harry Potter themed centerpieces. Um, right. There's nothing wrong with that. And there's nothing wrong with buying it and, repurposing it for yourself it also makes you feel just a tiny bit better that your that your your hard work is going to be sent set to more than just six hours of an event or five hours of an event okay. um, what we're also seeing is that the four walls aren't holding events anymore there are now multiple spaces that have the event features to them um multiple rooms for cocktail hours are becoming more and more popular again where that way the uh, when you enter into the main room, it's fresh and clean and fun again. Like it's a whole new section. Um, and the note that we have about this stuff is that we're, I'm seeing like outdoor cocktail hours through the nice weather where there might be a 
you know, a, a climbing gym or a bounce house or something like that that is brought in and themed for events. Mike, I know that you're really into that stuff because it's like a fancy high end. Uh, it's not like just an inflatable. So why don't you talk about that? So actually a, a customer who I know and love and very dearly who's in the event world said uh, this is something that the Kardashians did recently and they, they got a white bounce house and they put it in their backyard for a birthday party. Um, and now all of a sudden you're seeing that all over. If you Google white bounce house wedding, you're going to see hundreds of them. Um, and, uh, this morning somebody sent me one that was in black and it was sheer straight, all black bounce house. Doesn't look like the kid novelty one, but it, you know, Jordan, you were talking about like photo booth experiences and Dylan, you were talking about the same. Imagine a photo booth experience within a bounce house, um, Correct. and, and a classy looking one. And, and, and then my, my next trend I wanted to talk on, so we'll kind of piggyback them all, is balloons. Balloons are coming back. So these bounce houses then are decorated with balloons. And I don't just mean like little 12-inch uh, round latex balloons. But, you know, when you take these balloons, they, literally balloon artists are putting them together um, where they're flowing and they look like a, a stream of bubbles like attached yep. in different sizes from like tiny little guys that are maybe three or four inches through massive you know two foot long balloons when you string it all together uh, balloons are pretty cool and man they're a whole lot cheaper than uh you know flowers and don't you know, don't get it twisted balloons are so expensive still they don't get if, if you're doing it right they are yeah um and they and they probably last a little bit longer than flowers do they both you know <laughs> die ultimately but <laughs> my favorite trend is when the when the family lets me take home the flower centerpieces to my wife that's my that's my there favorite mission. If you if you're listening to this and you are one of my upcoming families and you want to make me very very happy, let me take home a flower centerpiece to my wife. No, that's cool. Uh, another uh, a big uh, trend that I'm finding here is uh, you know obviously live performers have been big for events, you know live musicians stuff like that. But I'm finding that I think in 2022 and 2023 people are looking to have performers sort of popping up in unexpected places, so to speak. So, you know, uh, you're walking by a, a statue and all of a sudden it moves and, you know, to get your attention, like, you know, these live performers are being put into, you know, maybe not the everyday live scene. Um, you know, uh, there was, uh, I was reading an article actually that uh, came through in, I think it was Mitzvah Market uh, about a month or two ago, and there was an airline theme and it, it had, uh, you know, live um, stewardess looking uh, females up and everything from Pan Am to TWA to all the years of like flight attendant. And like they were dressed in all the different outfits going through the years from like the 50s and 60s all the way through to a 2022 flight attendant. And it was a decorative piece. It was made into like a photo op for, uh, for the guests to use. And it was cool because they were all living talents. So um, you know, kind of thinking outside the box, whereas you're living, uh, the, the live talent that you bring in doesn't just have to be like a performing musical artist. You know, you can get creative with that too. Yeah. I, I, uh, I love the live talent idea. I think anytime you can add an individual, a person, not a thing, but a person to your event, I think you go a long way, um, from the way that you, uh, the way that you give your, you know, the first cocktail out. Uh, to how you present dessert, uh, I love I love when families get involved with that and hire more more people, more personalities to touch their event. And when it's done right, it, it's it's really really impactful. People talk about it. 
Um, I got one for you guys. I got okay, one for you. Guys. A really, really easy one. Um, we were talking with a family who's doing a Disney themed event. I don't know how many times I can talk about Disney in an event uh, or in in a, a podcast, but um, they wanted a, a monogram gobo for the branding of their wall. But instead of doing a regular gobo, what we're actually going to do is an animated gobo, and I really think that these are going to start coming back as the in, the incorporation of media uh, becomes a part of the event, where we're using a projector instead of a steel gobo to project a really high uh, high end video with a transparent background. And what we're going to do is we're going to have Tinkerbell fly across this wall, this huge wall at their venue. We're going to have Tinkerbell fly across this wall and drop pixie dust that'll then turn into the name. But then it'll disappear for a while and it won't be there. And people will forget about it. But then all of a sudden Tinkerbell's coming back to write the name. Um, these are little pops that are very inexpensive in the grand scheme of things that will add a lot of branding to your event. Uh, we talk a lot about lighting in this podcast and a lot of it's coming from the inspiration that we saw at the convention this weekend. Um, that we were at in Atlantic City. And one of the guests, uh, one of the presenters was talking about how they utilized lighting to add to the theming where they had, a, it was an Alice in Wonderland theme where they had the Cheshire cat just appear and disappear all over the venue uh, using lights and using- Oh, um, so he was know, in different locations at different times. So, and it was cool. random. It was random. Really it was cool. programmed to be random. So like all of a sudden he would show up on your plate and then disappear and be gone That's for really a while. Cool. And it would show up somewhere different. So there are ways to- have inexpensive pops like that uh, right. to brand your event. It's not just um, a monogram gobo anymore. It's really well, cool. yeah. And spe speaking of inexpensive, you know, kind of ways to go, Dylan and Mike, we found that over, I guess, the past six to eight months, you know, since we've been back from from uh, you know pandemic, plays on words. You know what I mean? Like uh, this mitzvah is lit AF, and it's Ashley Franklin. You know what I mean? So like you're finding these trending. Uh, sentences or like things that are fun that almost like walk the line of like being like you know uh you know they're pg-13 sayings so to speak you know one hell of a night you know and it's uh yeah uh, it's h-e-l-l -L and then ava a-v-a is like it's for and it's for ava's bat mitzvah so like you know a relatively inexpensive way if you don't have a direct theme to go to you can kind of play off of like a trending sentence or like a cool saying you know what i mean we're finding that and, and especially for like the kids, like I know that, you know, if you have something that says we had one hell, hell, Ava, hell of a night, you know, that's going to be the most popular bar mitzvah tea or bar mitzvah tea on Monday morning. You know what I mean? All the kids are going to want to wear that because it kind of walks the line a little bit. It kind of gives them their cake and, and you eat it too. And you get a cool trending topic out of it. So I, I got one last item I think that needs to be talked about. And we're, we keep talking about lighting and colors and tying all these elements together Astera tube lighting or just tube lighting as a whole, uh, Astera being the brand. So uh, for families that are listening, if you're on Instagram or Pinterest and you start looking for, you know, trendy items and you start seeing parties where there's these lights that look like neon tubes, they look like uh, fluorescent light bulbs, but they can light up in all different colors. This is like the newest, hottest trend in the lighting world right now for events. Um if they're done right, if the DJ or whoever your decorator is that has them uh, has the right ones, they're battery powered and can literally be put anywhere. I, I think we've touched on it a couple times in the podcast. We might have even shown some pictures uh, in prior podcasts. But the idea here, they can be hung vertical from ceilings and look like you know dripping flames or dripping ice. They could be mounted to walls. They, they literally could be anywhere. And while I earlier said, you know, I want to see eight, 10 or 12 moving heads at parties. I want to see more of these tube lights, which 
are so impactful in, in Jordan, you're talking about theming and, and uh, using well, people's the names. The Star Wars <laughs> one we did with Amy Rebell. The Star Wars yep. one was all a stair tube. You know, was, uh, Phyllis uh, from Extraordinary did that whole room and smashed it with a stair they, tube. They were used as centerpiece items, not only hiding, hanging from the ceiling, but they were set up on centerpieces. So I, I think that, you know, clients need to really start understanding what lighting is all about and, and asking more questions uh, and maybe even putting more money aside for lighting budgets. Um, and, and let's maybe end on this note. We love that venues are installing lights and we often say that maybe they just don't control them right, but lightscaping and, and using lights in a theatrical way, I think is truly the evolution of where we're going this season. When you have a real like lighting, that. when you have a real lighting designer on the event, they will make magic out of that from making the room just chase with lighting uh, all the way through your grand entrance and your important moments when you have a real person behind it. And that kind of goes back to what we were saying earlier about the talent, um, you know, hiring more hands to just make it great. That's one of the, that's, that's, that's one of the hands that you could really get great value out of is, uh, yeah. is a true lighting designer. I would love to, but really quick, Mike, before you tie the bow on it, the one topic we didn't talk about, I want to throw it to you really quick. Did we, we didn't touch anything about food or food trends or, you know, really quick. Like, is you guys seeing anything I different? Have, I think you should have food at your event. That's the trend. <laughs> Agree. You should eat. But I mean, like things like food trucks, stuff like that. You guys seen anything different? I mean, we had like, was anything like crazy different coming up or I don't know. I just figured it was the one topic of the event that we didn't hit. I, I would say small plates, tapas and uh, stations are, are certainly more in than a sit down formalized dinner. I, I, I think that people are more accepting of that never-ending cocktail hour theme yeah and, and it it's timed out correctly where like the first few stations open up and then they'll close after like 40 minutes and then a new set of stations will open up that way it's a brand new it's not like just a never-ending food but it's brand new food for your guests to enjoy and that that uh those little those little sex will help you move through your event a little bit a little bit easier all right I dig it. Nice job, guys. I dig it too. And that was episode 106, guys, with the crew from Explosive Entertainment. We're back. Mike Langsner, Dylan Weissman, Jordan Marshall. If you guys have any other questions about the 2022 trending topics going to 2023, our doors are always wide open. Hit us up at all things Explosive Entertainment, xeevents.com. Check us out. We are super excited to be back. Mitzvahs are back in action. And we're rocking and rolling. It's going to be great. And we're looking forward to coming to a dance floor you guys really really soon so enjoy the rest of your week and if you're partying do it safe do it awesome and we'll see you guys next time peace